can light that star in San Marcos. It's a Bobcat winner and a repeat Sunbelt Conference Championship for the Bobcats. Right down the middle, struck him out. As the Bobcats have knocked off the top ranked team of the country in their house. Another episode of the State Sup Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Freeman. We had a very special episode last week. Had a chance to catch up with Barrick Neely, former Texas State quarterback, great now back with the football program as running backs coach. Talked a lot about his homecoming. But of course, uh, typically in the podcast, we visit with the current student athletes. So we're kind of circling back to that. And uh, we're, right now, we are in the heart of basketball season, uh, middle of January. So getting close now to the halfway point of Sunbelt Conference play. And uh, joining us in the podcast this week is one of the newcomers for women's basketball this year, Janai Henson, as uh, Texas State coming off a championship caliber or championship season for this past year, looking to be championship caliber again this year. Had to lock and reload and add some new talent. And uh, Janiah Henson, a, a part of that, a transfer from Morgan State, where she was first team all MEAC this past year and uh, the leading scorer in the conference a year ago. She leads the Bobcats in scoring this season at close to 14 points per game. And as we record the podcast, coming off her second 20 point game of the season and they're getting ready for a big homestand this week against Troy and Arkansas State. Janiah joins us now. Janiah, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. We're glad to have you on here, Janai, and you and I have spoken a few times, you know, throughout the year. Of course, there was the uh, season preview show that we had um, where we kind of had a chance to visit with you then. And a lot has, you know, uh, happened, obviously, since then. That show was done before the season began, and now here we are, you know, at about the halfway point of the season. So how would you describe the year for you and your teammates so far? Um, I think it's a good year. We're, um, get, we're learning each other. Um, and I think a lot of us are fairly new to the program, but that hasn't stopped us from trying to um, have our cohesiveness and win games. I think one of the biggest things for this year's team was everybody finding their roles because there were so many newcomers in place. You know, the, of course, there's yourself, Garrett Beth Self, um, Jalen Foster, you know, players that weren't, uh, you know, part of this program a, a year ago. Now starters, Tiffany Tullis as well, Crystal Smith, both transferring from Blinn Junior College. Uh, so everybody, again, trying to find and, and define their roles. How would you describe the role that you have with this team? Um, I, the role that I'm putting in this year is, is to be a leader. Um, so just leading this team to victories and hopefully a championship um, that's on the court, off the court, just doing what I can to help us excel as a, um, as a team and for Texas State women's basketball as a program. You know, I referenced the season preview show, and you were one of two student-athlete guests. The other was Garabeth Self, who's also been on this podcast as well. So, so like you, have had the chance to visit with Garabeth a few times. And um, one of the uh, things that always comes up in our conversations is you. Um, Garabeth talks very highly of you. The two of you, you know, again, coming into the program as transfers together, had spent a lot of time at, the, at your previous schools before coming to Texas State. And and she has, you know, when talking about your relationship, the relationship she has with you, describes it as very, very close, very tight. How would you describe your relationship with Garabeth? 
I would describe it as just that. Um, I love GB. She's like my sister. I appreciate everything that she does alongside me here um, at Texas State. Um, I think she's a great counterpart to have, um, especially as a leader. You know, when I don't have a voice, she has a voice. And I love having it. Um, I think she brings a lot to the game, including her passion for the game. And that's my shooter on the court. So, yeah. Who else have you gotten close to on the team since you got, since you arrived? Um, I've gotten close to quite a few. Um, I feel like as a point guard, you have to put yourself out there a little bit um, so that you can get familiar with your teammates. So I would definitely say that as far as everybody on the team, I definitely have somewhat of a relationship if we're not the closest. So, yeah. You mentioned, you know, your role as point guard. Uh, you've been playing the game since you were, what, eight, nine years old, very young age. How much do you relish the role of a point guard, that, that four general role on the floor? I take a lot of pride in it. Um, it means a lot to be able to have the ball in your hands for a lot of the game, um, putting people in position while also getting yours. Because um, I'm, I'm, I am a point guard, but I am also a scoring point guard. Um, so mm-hmm. I am also looking to get my bucket, but I also want to get everybody in place and just get the offense and flow. And I take a lot of pride in it. You know, the role of point guard, and you mentioned you're kind of a scoring, you know, point guard who does, you know, again, get teammates involved. Um, How would you compare the role of the point guard at Texas State compared to your previous stop, Morgan State? Um, I feel like at Texas State it's a lot easier um, as far as how the offense is set up. Um, Mm -hmm. Just just a little more organized um, and – I know how I could get my scores. I feel like um, when I was at Morgan, it was just a little bit different. Um, and some certain offenses uh, weren't necessarily for me. Not to say mm-hmm. that this one is, but I definitely feel like here I have a little bit more leeway as far as my scoring ability. You know, again, we're only about halfway through the season, and I think it's safe to say that your favorite moment hasn't happened yet at Texas State. But let's, you know, for the sake of argument here, um, to this point, and I, and I look at what the team has done this year, you know, getting a huge win over rival in UTSA, blowing out, you know, a great mid-major in the Max Sunbelt Challenge, Bowling Green, um, you know, going to Miami and sweeping that tournament, you know, the, the big conference road win at Appalachia State, there were a lot of really good moments for this program so far this season. What's been your favorite? I think my favorite was Miami, um, only because I'd never been to Miami before. So I was just taking it all in, um, appreciating the opportunity that Texas State had, has granted for me. Um, also, we went to a Miami Heat game, and I had never been to an NBA game. So for me, that was dope. Um, uh-huh. And then just us getting that 3 0 sweep, it meant a lot. It definitely meant a lot. It, it felt fun to win with my teammates. I was going to ask you, what is South Beach like around Christmas time? You know, obviously right here right now, it's really cold. I'm sure for you back home in Baltimore, freezing temperatures this time of year. Miami, what was that like in December? Miami was nice. Um, it really wasn't too cold. Uh, it was, it was, it was fine. It wasn't too cold at all. It was nice, very nice. Um, it was a little rainy when we first got there, but other than that, it was nice to me. That uh, Heat game, they, I'm trying to remember, they, they hosted Chicago, is that right? Yes, and they won at the buzzer. Okay, so yeah. did you get a chance to watch uh, Jimmy Butler 
DeMar DeRozan, you know, go at it. Um, when it comes to like, you know, uh, women's basketball, men's basketball, NBA, WNBA, you know, whatever the case may be, um, who do you enjoy watching the most? Who do I enjoy watching the most? Man, I think the the the, the people that I like watching the most are Shay, um, Gillis Alexander, and probably, uh, I, I want to say his name is De'Aaron Fox. Definitely. De'Aaron um, Fox with the Kings, yeah. yeah. Two-point yeah. guards. Um, I feel like Shay's game is very smooth, and De'Aaron Fox, he just... He's straight to the point, but he gets it done. I really like enjoying. I mean, I really enjoy watching both of those players play. Yeah, Shai Gilgis Alexander for the Thunder is like a like a dark horse MVP candidate right now with the way OKC is playing. Um, two great choices there, by the way. So let me ask you this: for somebody who's been playing the game now for 15 years, is there anybody that you try to model your game after? I don't. I just go out there and try to be me. Um, I put a lot of hours in in the gym, and um, I think my game is very unique to me. And I just feel like I go out there and I just try to showcase my talents um, as well as getting my teammates involved. You know, I mentioned right right off the top that you transferred in from Oregon State where you had a tremendous career, you know, all-conference player, leading scorer in the conference as well. Um, and, you know, Morgan State's located, you know, in the greater Baltimore area where you're from. So, you you know, when you first decided to, you know, go somewhere to play college basketball, you're staying home. So I have to imagine the decision then to leave home and play somewhere else was not an easy one for you. So what went into that decision and why was it Texas State? What went into that decision? What went into the decision was when me being home for four years, I knew that I wanted to leave and branch out. Uh, when it came to Texas State, um, I liked everything that Texas State had to offer, not only from the basketball side, but from an academic perspective. With me um, being an information systems major, coming out of my undergrad in college, it was something that I was looking into for my graduate program. And I felt like Texas State gave me the best option for that. Um, and once I was done with graduate school or even done with basketball, I would have options in the field as far as job opportunities, whether that's in Austin or other areas that are around Texas State. Um, but when it came to basketball, it was really a no-brainer um, being able to talk to the players and be able, being able to um, enjoy my time with the coaches and seeing the things that they could do for me, the players that they had before me, I knew that this was the place for me. What have you gotten to know about your head coach, Zitter Antoine, and her staff? Um, what have I gotten to know about them? I love my coaching staff. I will say that um, I think that everybody plays an intricate role in what they bring to Texas State. Um, I love how serious Coach Z can be, but she also has a playful side to her, um, as well as all my other coaches. All my other coaches are dope. Um, they're very serious. They want to win, and they treat us great. Um, I feel like that's something that we all want as student athletes, you know, we want to feel loved and appreciated. And I feel like that's something that they give us. And I couldn't be mm-hmm. more thankful for that. So as you look at the at the, the second half of the season, what would you say the goals are for this team? Um, finding some consistency with winning, definitely. Um, everybody just being able to pick up, you know, pick up whatever their role is, you know, whatever they just, whatever they talk to our coaches about being able to amplify that so that we can continue our um, winning um, and hopefully ending with a championship. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I want to go back for a second to home for you, Baltimore. Um, Not an area that I'm all that familiar with outside of, you know, uh, watching, you know, uh, pro sports teams from there, the Orioles, the, the Ravens, and stuff like that. I've only think I've been through it once before. Uh, for you, what, what does home, what does Baltimore mean to you? What does Baltimore mean to me? Um, Baltimore to me is a very unique place, and I feel like a lot of people should definitely get to experience Baltimore. I feel like Baltimore breeds some of the greatest athletes um, and some of the greatest people, just let alone because of what it is. You know, it, it, it provides and instills a lot of heart in us, um, a lot of will and a lot of want and determination. I feel like with me growing up in Baltimore, I wouldn't have wanted to have it any other way um, because I'm not sure how I would have turned out. But with me growing up in Baltimore, it has allowed for me to see that I'm able to look at my dreams and go get them. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing that every day. So I appreciate what Baltimore has done for me, for sure. Uh, did you ever go to any Winters games? And we talk point guards here. John Wall, did you ever enjoy watching him play at the height of his career? I didn't. I never got to go to a Wizards game. I did go to a Mystics game um, mm-hmm. before I left Morgan, though. Um, it was a good experience. It was good to see. I could definitely see myself out there on that court. Yeah. Uh, so, again, your time at Morgan State, one of the things that was unique was you had a chance to kind of see uh, firsthand what Texas State's program was about because you played against them. You know, there was, uh, I think, your freshman year, they went to Baltimore. And then mm-hmm. last year, you came. To say Marcus have played a non-conference game here. So, um, did, did those experiences leave a lasting impression on you about, you know, when you're making the decision to transfer? Um, like, hey, you know what? I know a little bit about this Texas State program. So, do those games, did, did that factor at all for you when you're making your decision? They didn't, but the ironic thing about it is I knew I was leaving Morgan after my senior year. So, mm-hmm. When I had came to Texas State, and the craziest part was we were practicing at the practice gym. We didn't even get to the, the regular gym yet. And I was just mm-hmm. looking. I was like, wow, this is big. Like, I could see myself here. It was almost like yeah. I manifested it. Um, but when it came to the games, no, I really I really wasn't paying too much attention to it. The only thing I was really paying attention to was my scout. Um, yeah. But I always knew that Texas State had good players, for sure. Well, the Bobcat family is certainly glad you made the decision. You're playing really well this year, Janiah. Again, leader of this team in scoring. You know, you've had some big moments this year. Looking forward to even uh, bigger ones as the second half of the season approaches. And, uh, again, as we record the podcast, big homestand this week. Best of luck to you and uh, your teammates uh, on these uh, upcoming games. Thank you. One last one for you, Janiah. The Ravens, how far are they going this year? We're going all the way. Flat Nation. We get to the Super Bowl and we're winning. That's, the, right, that's my you. only expectation. There you go. Superdenai Henson calling it. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are going to take the Lombardi back home to Baltimore this year. Well, Greg getting a chance to know a little bit more about Janiah. First year transfer, a grad transfer from Morgan State. Now with Texas State, the point guard for this program are doing some really good things this season. That's going to wrap up the State Sub Podcast for Janai Henson. I'm Brian Freeman, as always, reminding you to keep your states up. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>